gather round, gather round, join us for a spell. There is magic to be found, and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. And I am very excited about today's episode. Ooh. I have a lot of feelings. I and do we too. all know how I get when I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> Loud. Well, yeah. Yeah. I I too have a lot of feelings, and and some of them are mixed. A lot of mine are quite mixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. With oh hi, we're talking we're, about Sabrina. Oh, we're gonna be comparing and contrasting. <laughs> this is Witches and Media. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Witches and Media series, where we will be comparing and contrasting the two Sabrina the Teenage Witches, the one with Melissa Joan Hart, and the one with Kiernan Shipka, which is in the Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Of and course. they look so much alike. Do they really? I think they really do. And having just rewatched some of the new, the uh, the huh. older Sabrinas from the first season, which is all I could find, by the way, and I'm a little bit bitter about that <laughs> uh, because there were some of my favorite episodes. Anyway, just looking at her baby cheeks and oh, her blonde sure, sure. hair, and just and same thing with uh, I cannot pronounce her name. Kiernan Shipka. Kierna. Kierna. Kiernan. I got gotcha. you. Same, same thing. Like those, those great teenager cheeks, those little high cheeks, and their eyes are a teeny bit similar. I think it looks like Kiernan has a little bit more depth, but I also think that's probably the show. Huh. You don't think so, huh? I just, I, I think of Melissa Joan Hart's face and I think of an oval, uh-huh. like a soft, open mm-hmm. oval. And I think of Kiernan Shipka's face and I think of a pointy little pixie face. Oh, I think of it as an oval. How funny. Really? Interesting. Now I want to watch again. The very first time we saw her on Mad Men, mm. I said to I said out loud and Tammy because Tammy and I were talking about it today, said, Oh my gosh, she looks so much like Melissa Joan Hart. Interesting. Before we get too deep yeah. in it, do yeah, you have yeah. any babble before we start? I don't and I'm I am I've already because we're recording this on July 18th, same day, sure. I've already told everybody my garden stuff. <laughs> a couple already updated up, it. Yeah, probably a couple episodes ago. Uh, yeah. I got my new set of nails. If you follow our Instagram, you've seen it. My friend, uh, Pinky Promise Polish, who I shouted out a, look, a few weeks ago, many months mm-hmm. ago probably now, Jesus, <laughs> uh, sent me another perfect set oh, and so is good. working on a heavy metal D&D themed set a la Eddie Munson from Stranger Things season four for me. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I have not worn my Prince ones yet because if you were able to see my nails right now, they have dirt underneath them because of how much I'm gardening. And I would just break those Prince ones right off. This is the best I've ever done gluing them on, I think, because none of them have popped yet. Oh, they are gorgeous. I've had them on for four days. She's so good. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. Wow. I put them on on Friday. Your tattoos are also really beautiful. She got them touched up. I got up. my tattoos touched up on my hands. I'm such a badass. You are a badass. <laughs> I want to be just like Corey. I feel like such a badass when I look at my hands now, which is great because I've always had weird feelings about my hands because I have, and this is not self-deprecating at all, I have little fat sausage fingers. Like whenever I look at them, I'm always like, I wish rings would fit you. And mm. now I don't need rings to fit them. 
because I have tattoos on them. <laughs> They're still fat little sausage fingers, but they look longer because of these nails. <laughs> uh, well, I love my I hands. love them. I love my hands. They do good work. And that's why I like long nails, but someone I live with doesn't like it so much when I have long nails, so I don't have them very often. And especially right now because of gardening season. Wear them for a special occasion. Yeah. I even washed them before you came over, Corey. I did the little Dirt scrubby thing. And, ugh, it was, Dirt gets under. When I worked at the scene shop at the college, mm-hmm. I always had sawdust and oh, oil. One time I found steel flakes under my fingernails, <gasps> Ooh. which hurt quite a lot. Ooh. Stuff gets under there, man. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. I wore gloves for everybody who's like, well, why weren't you wearing gloves? I was wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. But I also was cutting one by, uh, you know, iron bars. I wear gloves and then I take them off to do something fine that sure. I need. And, psh, and then I forget to put them back on <laughs> and I dig in the dirt without, you know, putting, mm-hmm. without a trowel or anything. Yeah. Anyway. I'm notorious for getting in the dirt without gloves on. And oh then I gosh, wonder why so I have bad. splinters. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all. The only other thing that I will say is that I am really enjoying I, my pen pen. from moonbow nice and she's starting to make other things in her shop i really hope you they are really magical same thing with this i i'm this is not an ad they did not pay me i'm just shouting out people i like right now (laughs) i also happen to be wearing a pendant right now from the stone fairy and i shouted i i sparked them up a couple of weeks ago so you can find them there and and then crafe creations which i'm having such a hard time staying off of her store yeah i want to buy everything that's there yeah and so i other people go buy them so that i can't because they're one of a kind that's what she does i just yeah 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 the fomo kicks in when it's one of a kind stuff because you're like if i don't get it there won't be another one and i think she's far enough up upstairs i i got a i commissioned something for my wife for our 27th anniversary wow. i know wah, wah, wah. yeah wow. and and it's gorgeous i've already seen the pictures <laughs> and it's on its way here right now i'm so excited i am so excited i expect it's pictures please. gorgeous oh yeah as soon as as soon as our anniversary is passed i'll put them up yeah and they're actually already up on her or they were up on her story i don't know if she put them up on her regular website mm. i think she was doing a story with them so, but I'll, I'll post them. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's all I got. Thank you yeah. to the folks on the Discord. <gasps> like, it continues to be an incredibly rad space. So Where people awesome. are being very cool to each other and sharing their knowledge <sighs> and asking questions yep. and and just generally being very cool. Yeah. And thank you for the boosts for oh, our yeah. server. That's so sweet. July 18th. That just happened today. Yeah. Thank you. It was very nice of you. Uh, we're a level two server now. How Woo-hoo. exciting. I barely know what that means. Uh, Kevin will have to explain exactly <laughs> what all of that means to me. Uh, I also want to say thank you. My friend went to Portugal hmm. and came back and brought me all kinds of very rad art, hmm. including a copper necklace and it's the kind that doesn't have a closure you open it you put it around your neck and you like bend it back into place and it has like a big piece on it it's so beautiful it's like woven copper band and little crystals and it just makes me feel very powerful and like a goddess when i wear it and so thank you if you're listening wow for the very very beautiful gifts wow i guess we had more chatter than we thought yeah yeah should we head out to the bonfire yeah all right 
So Spring of the Canyon Bridge, hugely instrumental in my youth. I was very much a fan of Clarissa Explains It All mm-hmm. and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They were part of my like daily slash weekly viewing. Really? Because I was, I'm like just, I'm right between Gen X and Millennial in age. So I'm like just at the tail end of the latchkey kid situation. Oh, okay. So like I was home alone a lot. Because my mother was raising yeah. us alone, and my sister had FFA, and it was like a whole thing. Um, I was just, I had to entertain myself a lot, and that was often with wow. television. And so Sabrina the Teenage Witch was very important to me. Very important to me. Especially Salem. Mm. I love that sassy cat. <laughs> but you can't think too hard about it. Because <laughs> you'll get sad. <laughs> get sad about how he's, he's a, a person trapped in a cat's he's body. He's a criminal. He's a little criminal. He wanted to take over the world. Yeah. And they trapped him in a body of a cat. So Sabrina the Teenage Witch was also extremely important to me as a mom. So every Friday night when we had the girls, we had them every other weekend because we shared them with other parents. And we had them other times too. But every other weekend, I would go and pick Cassie up from bumfuck Egypt and we would drive all the way back to Seattle and we would sit and watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch Boy Meets World oh. uh, there were a couple of others that I'm blanking on those are the ones that stuck but Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh it was I, so important to all of them and I just love and I loved it mm-hmm. and I I also have a friend who wrote for the show. Wow. And the reason that I'm so bitter that I couldn't get past the first season because Paramount's only got the first season right now is because in the later years, he he actually also, he was an actor first before he was a Hollywood writer. And he makes an appearance in as one of the people who are coming to court Sabrina for a date thing when right. she's trying to decide and and now he writes for the goldbergs and he's wow. just yeah he just loves it he's a great guy anyway and so it was also hugely important to me yeah yeah and i also just want to say i liked the first jenny i, I know the second one wasn't jenny but i liked jenny from the first season so freaking much mm-hmm. so much anyway yeah i love the aunts oh yeah hilda and zelda mm-hmm. they're Looking back, mm-hmm. like they're the fun wine ants, mm-hmm. like in a big way, before I knew what that was, <laughs> they're very much, they have the same vibe of the, if you're going to do it, do it in the house. Yeah. <laughs> like they have that vibe kind yes, of about them. I think you're totally right. But they also are so, they love her so fiercely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's incredibly beautiful and cool because... It was an unusual family unit. Mm-hmm. And you did not see that a lot on television. Mm-hmm. And I... 1996 to 2003, I think it was. I come from an unusual family yeah. unit in that I don't have a dad around. Yeah. Right? So... You know, the only other one I can think of off the top of my head, and maybe there are more... But was um, One Day at a Time, which they did a reboot of with Rita Moreno. But One Day at a Time was another family that was a single mom and kids in an apartment. But it was yeah. really it was really important to me to see that. Yeah. Because I didn't have a normal family yeah. either. And we lived with my aunt. 
my aunt lived in <gasps> downstairs. Yeah, my mom and my aunt are the people who bought the house I grew up in. The magic part of it was cool mm-hmm. or whatever. But like the family unit of it was really recognizable to me. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. Yeah. To the show and to the magic and to like the conflict. Yeah. And yeah, I love that. Their whole structure, their family structure and the the fact that they, I think her dad's stuck in a book. Is that right? And her mom's in Peru, but I don't remember, I don't remember why. why she's not with them, mm-hmm. with her, but she's not. Maybe she's trying to get the dad out of the book or something. I, I can't remember. I, I can't either. But I was madly, also madly in love with Salem. And also, this was around the same time that Hocus Pocus Mm. came out and I was in love with um, or at least in my mind it's around the same time and those two cats reminded me of each other oh yeah Thackeray Bings Thackeray Bings I, I went back and skimmed through some of the first episodes of the first this episodes of the first season and got totally sucked into a couple of them I was like oh and the I nostalgia was, is strong oh it is yeah. it is huge and I love the fact that She's already so strong, mm-hmm. and she makes bad choices. She makes good choices. She sometimes, makes teenage choices. Yeah, and sometimes she makes bad choices for the right reason, and they end up being wrong. Like one of the episodes, which, season one, episode four, if you were a Gilmore Girls, or a Heroes, or a This Is Us fan. Milo Ventimiglia, just has right. two short scenes. It was just like, what? Oh. And I sent it to my wife, and she was like, I didn't recognize him until he spoke. I recognized him the moment he came on, but there's unmistakable the voice. The movement of his mouth and oh. the sound of his voice yeah. are he, very unique. He did that little curve up on the side. I'm voting for her. You know, I think he's got like a muscle thing. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, does he? Because the older he gets, the more pronounced it Oh, comes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's adorable, whatever yeah. it is. It's very smirky. Yeah. And same thing. I went through. Tons of Broadway stars were on there. Tons of people who went on to become famous were on that show. It was one of those shows that just everybody was on. Yeah. Like Degrassi. Yeah. The person who played Libby was the original Nessa Rose on Broadway for Wicked. Wowzers. So as far as production wise Mm -hmm. and all of that. Should we talk about the magic? Let's talk about the magic. It's constant. All the time. Yeah. It's everywhere. She's snapping her fingers. She's doing this. She's doing that. As are her aunts. Yeah. Yeah. The introduction of the show is her zapping herself Mm -hmm. into different Mm -hmm. outfits in front of her mirror. Every single time. Which I was so jealous I could not do. Mm, I know. Still. Still, I would love to do that. I want to do that, too. Anytime I see somebody do a glamour or something, like in the craft, Mm. when she puts her hands back and her hair turns blonde, I'm like, why can't I have that? Yeah, let's do that. I want that. I think we can make that happen. Yeah. I would just make my hair be silver, for God's sake. It's getting there. It's getting there every day a little more. Anyway. This is just wild to me that you want that. But yeah. I want it. Okay. Here, you can have mine. Great. But yeah, and here's the other thing too, tons of necromancy, but not the way, we're not talking about that other one yet, but they do, they incorporate uh, meddling in human world, in the human world, and the lessons that come from that. There are so many morality stories. Uh, the fact that Salem has to pay for what he's done mm-hmm. and not just because he's a cat. He actually has to go to community service every yep. once in a while. And he gets her, as I recall, not that I could see any of these episodes, he gets her in trouble more than once. Yes. Yeah. He's a little mischievous dude. Mm-hmm. 
And he likes to cause trouble. Yeah. Troublemaker. But that's kind of why we love him so much. Yeah. Because he's a little shithead. He's adorable. That's why we love our cats in general. Because yeah. they can be real jerks sometimes. Yeah. And that right there, that magic right there, that transformation mm-hmm. magic. And isn't there an episode where they transform him back? It's just for one episode. Is that right? I can't remember. There might be. I feel like I'm remembering that, but I don't know. And I wonder if it's really Nick Baquet or if they use somebody else. Maybe. Because he's the voice. Right. And also a writer and a producer, and he's still gone on to do stuff. So so they're also saying there's a cost, and they they do. They put morality onto meddling and trying to... There's consequences. There are consequences to your use of magic. Mm -hmm. There are spells for... There are other spells for glamours, like growing hair or disguising yourself. There, and but there I, are other. I remember a lot of conversations with the aunts and Sabrina being like, "You can do that, mm-hmm. but you have to be prepared for it not to go the way you think it's going to go." Yep. Which is so important. That's what happens in the fourth episode that I got totally sucked into. Oh, yeah. yeah, she decides that because Salem says, "Oh, really? Who do you help? You don't help anybody." She goes, "I'm going to help three people by the end of the day." And he goes, "Oh, be careful! You don't know what terrible consequences will happen." And then they repeat that phrase several times through the episode. So she makes it that Jenny wins the election Mm -hmm. for sophomore president. She makes it so that Harvey gets to play, I can't remember what position, linebacker or something, I don't know, something. And that one of the teachers, who is incredibly poor and works all these other jobs, real life, people, real life. Yeah, (laughs) art reflects life. (laughs) And he's a science teacher. And she gives him the formula for turning lead into gold. It all, of course, goes horribly wrong. Horribly except wrong. for him. It's really interesting that it doesn't go wrong for him. Because you're sure he's going to quit teaching. Right. Right? He doesn't. Well, because he loves teaching, really. Yeah, he really... Do. And, and when you hear him say that within the first couple, you know, after he's got his Ferrari and stuff. And now I can just teach for the love of teaching. And I'm thinking, yeah, next scene, he's out of here. And he wasn't. Through the whole thing. I loved that. Harvey, is it's too soon for him to be there. He And he gets hurt really badly. And Jenny goes ahead and wins and finds out she can't do any of the things she wanted to do. And the principal says, it's a popularity contest. It needs to remain a popularity contest. You get control over this, this, and this. And she wants to help with the curriculum and all these other things. And, of course, I'm not allowed to. So it goes horribly wrong, all three of them. And she has to take back the, she has to make him forget the alchemy i know that makes me sad yeah yeah and it makes her sad yeah it's really it's a good you know now i want to see the rest of them again really badly we'll find yeah. a way just that tying into that type of magic and doing magic and helping other people mm. it just makes you stop and think about kind of like what tomas said mm. about how do you want to help people do you want to make them not so angry because right. they're wanting to protest because you think you know what's best? The thing about help, quote unquote, helping people mm-hmm. is that you don't know what will help them. You don't. And so work with, work within, like, let's take the, let's take abortionfunds.org, for example. Yeah, let's do it. Work with them. Yeah. Because they have established connections and they have established systems of helping people that will actually help people. 
which is different than the like buckshot i want to help you attitude instead you can help people by saying visit this website Mm -hmm. they will have all the resources for you and then that person is then empowered to help themselves in that with those resources that's the same thing with the bridget's alliance which is also abortion help as well Mm -hmm. but that's the thing is like you might think that you are helping somebody and you're not and it sucks especially as somebody who likes to help people yeah and make them feel good exhausting (laughs) but i love the way that the magic like you said is so constant it is casual even oh it's so casual and but it's i feel like the casualness of it doesn't make it less weighty or important it's casual because these women know exactly what they're doing and they're who they are, and it's part of who they are, and yeah. they get to use it. There's no shame around it. Sometimes there are consequences like that, but there's no shame. Nope. They use it all the time. There's yeah, potions I mean, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, there's the, po- the ants. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah there's not fixing just of appliances all the time. Yep. There's breaking of appliances all the time. Yep. There's there's doing dishes. There's yeah. making meals. Yeah. It's it's in every aspect of their day to day. And for Sabrina to go to school is where the weird happens mm-hmm. because she can't be her full self at school. Right. Which can't relate. <laughs> Who among us? I think that's one of the reasons why it was such a popular show too is because yeah. a lot of people, particularly young women, probably a lot of young queer individuals mm-hmm. were like, I know that feeling. Yeah. And she wasn't popular. No, she wasn't. No. Which was also strange because she was a little pretty blonde thing. Mm-hmm. And that was who media told us would be popular mm-hmm. but she wasn't she was weirdo it was the brunette yeah they made some great choices they made some subversive yeah, choices on that did. show there was a lot more diversity than i remembered as well but not with the main characters anyway leading yeah. into eventually the contrast that we're going to do with the comparison yeah. we're gonna do with serena there was a lot of joy mm-hmm. in that show it was mm-hmm. funny. It was. it was 90s daytime television funny. Yes. And it was like clever and joyful. And at the end of the day, you learned a lesson and mm-hmm. nobody died. And I am sure that it would be called Fluffy Bunny Magic. Oh. So absolutely. And no problem with that so? whatsoever. I'm a yeah. fluffy bunny. Take yeah. that. <laughs> I was trying to think of, and this is why I wanted to see more seasons. Her magic advances yes. and gets her in more trouble. Yes. But I don't remember what it all is. I remember distinctly there being a run of episodes that dealt with controlling other people's will. Yeah. I think she does a love spell once. Something like that. And yeah. It goes horribly. It goes wrong. real bad. That I remember that. I remember there being something with Harvey mm-hmm. that was really tough because it was sort of a you can choose to be with Harvey and be a normal kid or like Mm -hmm. you can choose to pursue who you are and be a witch and all that stuff and that was wildly difficult for her obviously and i just i remember i remember that the themes got more grown up Mm -hmm. they did as she grew up but they didn't get rid of any of the joy no and melissa joan hart allowed herself to just be silly even though she was it was seven years, and she didn't. I don't think she ever went to college, did she? I, don't I think, think so. she was in high school that whole time. I don't know. Very much like Mash, you know, a three were a three year war became an eleven season TV yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mash. Ah, uh, what a show! That's a great show. Such Wish that had magic show. in it. We'd talk all about it. I mean, some might argue medicine is magic. Well, that's true. 
That is true. <laughs> okay. We're now switching. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're going to talk about MASH. mash. Um, <laughs> Shall we talk about chilling event, uh, the chilling tales of Sabrina? Let's do it. When this show first started, I was so smitten. Oh my god! I binged it so hard. Oh yeah, I stayed In like up. two evenings. Oh uh, yeah, I stayed up all night. It was the first show I ever binged. It it the first two seasons absolutely rule. <sighs> I started having problems with it in the first season, but let it go. And I'll tell you right now what my problem was. It's it's not the acting or the design or anything like that or the writing or anything. Well, okay, maybe the writing a little bit. I I was okay because I know that a lot of witches, not a lot, I don't know how many witches, I know that some witches pa- practice Satanism, you know. Sure. Not the kind of Satanism that's in this show. No, very different. <laughs> very different. Very different. Yeah, and it was just evil and violent and cruel, and I hated that. That's the only thing I hated about it. Yeah. And the yeah. reason that it was like that was the long game of being like, this is why the patriarchy is bad. Yeah, and and that's why I the first couple yeah. seasons was like, oh, okay, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. I will say... It kind of lost the plot. Oh, did it? Yeah. And I watched up until the third season, almost to the end of episode four. I double checked before we started Mm -hmm. when I left off. Mm -hmm. I stopped watching in season three. And the reason I stopped watching is because of the portrayal of pagan witches. Oh, I, I, I think I watched the first episode. It made me so fucking angry really what did they okay so i in full transparency Mm -hmm. i did not i don't think i watched the third season i skimmed some of them not today actually or or in prep for this but while i was watching i was like oh i'll go back and watch a third season eventually and i never did and i never watched the fourth season except for today i skimmed through three episodes and i really want to see the one where the original ants from the first sabrina and i tried to find that before we talked about it tonight and i never found it so i'll see if i can find it so that's what i've seen so i've seen the very ending and i have questions about it (laughs) i they lost me they completely lost me and it was already getting very like riverdale-y because Mm, it's mm -hmm. the same world and it is all that stuff and Sabrina is an offshoot of the Archie comics. I fucking hate the Archie comics. God, I hate the Archie comics. Would that be the Betty and Veronica and Archie problem? Everything about those comics is disgusting. <laughs> and I, yeah. if you love those comics, great. Good. If they're nostalgic for you, wonderful. If they hold a special place in your heart, that's great. I can't fucking stand those comics. And I worked in a comic store where people were always coming in and buying them. And I was like, why? The fan art of Betty and Veronica dating is way better than anything the comic ever did. Or it could just be a polyamorous relationship. Wouldn't that be amazing? It could be, but it never would be because... Because cowards. And I don't know. I think Riverdale played around with shit like that. Right. The TV show, very different. It's like a spooky, darker, more Mm -hmm. sexy version of Archie. Uh, I never watched Riverdale. 
Because I don't like Archie. <laughs> I was on a plane mm. and I don't remember. Somebody was watching this thing and I was like, oh, that looks really interesting. And it was Riverdale. I was like, really? Yep. And so I thought I'd watch the rest of it when I got, I never did. It's very yeah. soapy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is very soapy. And so I knew that Sabrina was going to be a little soapy. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. Suds, suds everywhere. It's very soapy. <laughs> but. But it, the magic. It's it. interesting. Mm. And the magic and the consequences for the magic, like the very real time cost for the magic. Very, very cool to watch and to and to like see play out. Yeah. And cool concepts of magic. Very cool concepts. I'm in love with Ambrose and the actress who or actor who plays him. Yeah. I am I love the Weird Sisters. I love I I didn't want them to be quite so evil because I loved them so much. Yeah. Well, and Prudence. Prudence has an arc. Oh, Prudence has an arc. She totally does. And, and just FYI, since you haven't seen the end, it, the arc continues. Oh, God. Great. She's so good. I probably she's will never so watch good. it. But that's just because I get so mad. I got so mad. Like, like Willow Rosenberg watching a documentary about the witch trials mad. Like, I got so oh, yeah. upset because wow. of the way that the, the way that they portrayed the pagan witches who come to town mm-hmm. was v- deeply problematic oh nicholas mentions that in the last episode he's like i'm gonna get the fright fright club together oh, we sparred with the pagan witches it was fun or something and yeah. i had no idea because they, i hadn't watched it it's deeply harmful oh the way that they portrayed them in in much the same way that one might expect Romani people to be portrayed in older media. Yep. And like they made these people seem inherently wicked. Yeah. Well, they did that with the Church of the Night too in the first couple. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. But they made their practices seem like uncouth and violent and, and, Mm and, and, unclean in some way mm-hmm. and i simply could not hang <laughs> i was like this is lazy writing this is lazy writing is what this is this or, is pandering bullshit yeah or it was that's what i was gonna say it was oh we don't want to alienate people who disagree with this instead let's bring them in I found that offensive. It's really offensive. And also, there's only so much I can give a shit about Sabrina, this particular Sabrina, trying to decide whether or not to become the Queen of Hell. I just don't care anymore. But the magic. Yes. Let, let's see if we can talk about that for... Let's talk about yeah. Hilda. Uh, Hilda, Zelda, the house, the magic around the house, the dirt. Oh, my goodness. Which stops working at some point. I think it so. It gets taken away. Mm-hmm. And... Um, if you have not seen this and you're going to watch it, I'm going to spoil the very end. So please mark it and come back a a little bit. Mm -hmm. So Sabrina dies at the end. Oh, okay. She sacrifices herself, which is... How Christ-like. I know. If you listen to the moon and the 
Sun episode that we did on tarot. I talked about sacrifice. It was so wild because everything I was going through as I was researching and revisiting things for this weekend, there was a theme of sacrifice in my life with On Morrigan and discussions we were having. And so when I went to the end and saw that and went, huh, well, that's interesting. And I don't know if they, we see her, I think, in the void and Nicholas ends up joining her so they can spend eternity together because he got so depressed and he jumped in the sea of sorrows and the undertow tide. I know. So they're together and they're kissing at the end. And I thought something horrible was going to happen. Nothing did. It, it just goes to, you know, white. Are they leaving it open to bring it back in case they want to? I, I just don't know. But something else happens in that with Prudence's dad. She, mm-hmm. talk about her arc, she makes it so that he can never, ever hurt anyone again. Nice. Yeah. Because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. She cuts him up into pieces with a chainsaw, and she's going to sprinkle him all over the world. Cathartic for yeah, her. Yeah, very cathartic for her. Yeah. Yeah. We love a good for yeah. her moment. And it's, I thought that was interesting that it wasn't magic, that Prudence didn't use magic. Because that's the other thing, too, those first... I think it would have been too easy for her to use yeah, magic. Yeah, Maybe. Those first couple of episodes where they're like given boys their due because they were going to... I wasn't mad about that. And that magic was really powerful. And the fact that they had to work together. Mm-hmm. They talk about coven and relationships and stuff. I, I don't think that it's saying, oh, you have, to be a co- you have to be part of a coven to be powerful. Mm-hmm. But boy, you definitely see the strength in numbers. Yeah. There's also mm, something else that... A dynamic that stressed me out was and i love smut big fan (laughs) big fan i do not believe in repressing sexuality i think if you don't experience sexuality that's okay it's totally rad if you're on the ace spectrum hey great Uh, not me love it it's great stuff but the way that it was portrayed for these like teenagers Mm -hmm. deeply uncomfortable for me was it also because because they're teenagers and i know they're played by older actors and i know that some of them are older like they don't age as fast and they stopped aging or whatever but like whatever it made me annoyed because what it did was took the vicious tramp like siren archetype Mm -hmm. and applied it to the witchcraft as a whole in those oh, moments yeah. and it pissed oh, yeah. me off so bad because i was like we're not just having orgies all the time i wouldn't be here if that was the case <laughs> i'd be busy by Corey. Orgy. Uh, but like the way because like sex magic is a thing it's a valid thing it's a very rad thing we love it great stuff but they made it like so all important to a lot of dynamics mm-hmm. and a lot of rituals i'd forgotten the orgy in the first and first season right first or second season yeah and it's just like Ugh. like have sex with as many partners at one time as you want mazel tov. <laughs> love that for you maybe not as teenagers but not as teenagers <laughs> and not i don't know it just again lazy writing to make it look more salacious, to be more attractive to the viewer, to be like, ooh, what's this? But to people who know, it's like when a when an athlete or an engineer or a therapist watches a movie about an athlete 
or an engineer oh, right. or a therapist. Yes. And they're like, that is incorrect. And because I have seen it, I cannot unsee it. <laughs> and it makes me fussy. There you go. There you go. But I can oh see God. why that makes you fussy. I want to talk about Auntie Hilda. Okay, talk about Auntie Hilda. She makes magic with food. Yes, she does. Not only does she make magic with food. So does the first Hilda. She by enacts the way. vengeance with food. Oh, yeah. And it's wonderful. And it's great because it's a trope, but it's a trope I love, mm. which is the soft, sort of ditzy, t- underestimated coming in and being like, I let you think I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. I let mm-hmm. you think I'm slow. And I let you think I'm not powerful. And now you're frozen in place and I'm going to murder you and bury you in the yard. <laughs> so that's a sucks to suck, huh? It's a real bummer mm. for you. And I love that about her because she never, from the, as far as I got, mm-hmm. she never lost the little light inside of her that made her Auntie Hilda. She no. got angry and upset and felt betrayed, but she never stopped being Hilda. Yeah. They're heartbroken at the end. Yeah. And well, I'm sure they Yeah, are. and they're angry at uh they're angry at the goddess. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's it felt unfinished to me. Well, probably by design. Mm-hmm. Anyway. They'll probably do a spin off or something. Maybe. I'd watch a show with just the ants, honestly. But not if they're gonna portray pagan witches that way. I loved the magic. I hated the portrayal of witches. So I think it's just time we write our own show, everybody. Yeah, probably. I think so. Witches of of the East End was so much fun, and it only made it 13 shows. I was so sad. And I've read three or four of the books, and it it treats witches correctly. And I think this show treats magic correctly. Yeah. Beautiful magic. Oh, my God. Like you said, the kitchen witchery and Zelda is so freaking powerful Zelda's incredible oh her weakness is my her hubris, gosh. honestly yes <laughs> yes and she's bisexual I don't know if you knew that because I don't know how long you watched uh I only knew that because I am constantly reading listicles uh-huh. about like bisexual people in media because mm-hmm. we're constantly being erased yeah not here she's with this gorgeous woman Love in that. the fourth season and that was one of the episodes I I watched as well Nice. Yeah. Good. Oh, just amazing. Just amazing. But Hilda's my favorite one. Okay. Zelda has the best style, I think. That's not true. Mm. I think the the teacher who gets possessed by Lilith. That's who has I wanted the to talk best about. Style. Fuck. So Mary Wardle, who ends up, and she's doing something at the end. I don't know who she becomes Old at the to be end. My mother could absolutely get it. Oh my god! I am so. And here's the thing. I'm going to tell you something that maybe you'll never be able to unsee. <laughs> I thought I might have been the only one, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Okay. You might not be able to unsee this, but okay. Michelle Gomez, who plays that wonderful teacher who I also, the moment she came on screen, I was like, Ooh. oh my God, oh my God. And I've seen her in other things, and yeah. she's also in um, another wonderful show that we were watching for a while, Jason Isaacs. Oh, she does look like Jason Isaacs. Yeah. And I thought I was the only one. And I was like, I can't be the only one. I looked it up. Oh, yeah. There are websites out there that are comparing the two of them. So there's a male version and a female version. (laughs) And 
Why I, not both? And I, I was just going to say, and I would be happy with both. Yeah. Great It'd stuff. Be, they're beautiful. Yeah. They are beautiful. Michelle Gomez is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Her IMDb mm. dossier is humongous. Right. She's exceptionally good. And I love her. I do too. And I love the magic that Lilith and the the way that she baits her so cleverly. The only thing about it is I hated the way I didn't like her being subservient. I think she comes out of that. She does. But in the the immediate moment, I was like, you're so much better than him. You're fucking Lilith. You're so much better than him. Yeah. Date me instead. Yeah. Like, you could tell me what to do. I don't even care. I'm not saying I'm cooler than Satan. I'm just saying. But you are. I'd be nicer to you. (laughs) That's all. And I know that Satanists had a lot of beef with that show. I bet they did. Yeah. They're represented horribly. Also, their Baphomet was stolen. Their what? Their Baphomet. Their representation. Oh, my gosh. The big statue. Yes. In the school, nobody was like, we're going to use your holy symbol as this big thing in our show. And they were like, X fucking excuse me. There was like a whole legal thing about it. Really? I don't remember how it turned out because I... Again, my same issue with using the devil for Mm. the devil card. I love everything else about the devil card, what it represents and stuff. And then you go on TikTok and you listen to this. Put your finger down if you believe this, this, and this. And they were doing it with Christians. And they were like, yep. Yep, those are my tenants. And went, great, you're a Satanist. Because those are all their tenants. And it was just like... Oh my gosh, you are so misunderstood. Yeah. Well, the stigmatization and like evangelizing mm-hmm. have made that. Yeah. Have made it so that your initial reaction is you're just baiting. Yeah. Like I you're know. doing this for shock value when in fact you're not. I love Ambrose. Oh my gosh. I'm so smitten with him. He's very cute. And I'm smitten with his boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I know. It was a really fun show until very abruptly it was not. Yeah. And the magic was really, really fun. The magic is really, really cool. The necromancy is really, really fun. And again, I love the um, fact that the original Sabrina also does the necromancy just in a different, lighter, funner way. The astral projection in this. Oh, yes. With the sparrows? Yes. Or starvelings? Something? Some little bird? Are they starlings? Fascinating stuff. Yeah fascinating to watch very cool it feels like out of one side of their mouth they're saying all this incredibly Mm -hmm. cool stuff about magic Mm -hmm. and on the other side they're in a backhanded way still demonizing it totally demonizing it and it very much feels like kind of a slap in the face from the writer writers yep which is why i as much as i enjoyed the magic and ended up stopping watching it Mm -hmm. i it never informed anything in my practice. No. Ever. My aesthetic. <laughs> sure. Okay, not mine, but yeah. But not my practice. Mm, and no. I and I have to say I do love Prudence's arc and Zelda's part in Prudence's arc. Cool. Love yeah. that. Yeah. I'll just read about it. I didn't remember when where that was. I don't remember I don't know what, what happens in the end. Where I no. left off with Prudence, she was on a worldwide whirlwind tour with Ambrose to try to find her dad, so well, I saw the result of that. Yeah. They find him and they lock him up and they 
but he does something. I, he must do something awful that makes her go to say, I'm going to make sure you can never do this. What can I do? I'm blinded and I'm locked in a chain. Because you'll find a way. Yeah. And I'm not going to let that happen. It's like when Giles takes care of Glory's proxy on Earth. Exactly. Gosh, I think about that moment I all think about the that time. part of television history at least once a day. I am right there with you. That and him walking in and saying, I beg to differ. Yeah. yeah. The way he says... Or I'd like to meet that gentleman. Well, he cleans his glasses and puts them in his pocket and says, <gasps> yes. she's not like us. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. He's gonna get... Yeah. He's about something that Ripper is Ripper, about to yes. show up. Yes, that is where... Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. So good. The crush I have on Giles is still very strong. So, okay. all in all, okay. fun until it wasn't. The magic's very cool. I love Aunt Hilda. And what Corey said, and I love Michelle Gomez and Ambrose and Hilda and Zelda and Prudence. Yeah. I feel like also we should honorable mention her friends. Oh, oh, I meant, I've got it written down. Because Harvey and her best friend, whose name I can't remember because I'm a jerk. Uh, No, I, I, I think it's Rose who gets the cunning. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, I cannot believe we almost missed that. Oh, and the yeah. miners. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All the magic the witch hunters, the witch hunters and the miners and the cunning that she, the fact that she's going to go blind and then she doesn't. She's able to somehow receive the gift of the cunning without going blind. I love that. And the and the non-binary. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Um, oh, my Theo. gosh. I can't. Theo. I cannot believe we almost missed all that. But see, all these great, wonderful things about it. Oh, so good until it. You're right. So good until it wasn't. So good until it wasn't. They yeah. dealt with that so well. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was a beautiful moment when they came out. Yeah. Yeah. And... And that it wasn't easy because of the town they were in, but still had support. And eventually, you know, people left eventually them alone. Eventually, superior fam- familial yeah. support as well. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Speaking of coming out, I'm finally catching up on the Umbrella Academy, starring Elliot Smith. Not yes. Elliot Smith. Elliot Page. Yes. Elliot Smith. I'm drunk. Elliot Page, mm-hmm. and the way they handled that was beautiful. Awesome. And I know I they that would. it's because Elliot got to help write That's that. That's awesome. So. I love Elliot. Yeah. I always have. Always will. I would love to hear what listeners think about Sabrina, the chilling adventures of Sabrina and the original. Yeah. I would love to know. And if you totally disagree with us, if you totally disagree with us, that's awesome. I want to hear it. Yeah, that too. Bring it on. Yeah. If you, you can convince me to watch season three. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a shiny buffalo nickel. I just want to say, if you want to write in something that we read on air about in defense of, or I agree with, either way, I would love to do we that. We can have a as little listener our, submission. Yeah, just do that as part of our chat beforehand, because yes. you know the garden, the garden show's got to go away soon, and uh, the garden center <laughs> can't last forever. No, it cannot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that would be fun yeah. to to, res- to get some responses for that. So if you're interested, and we should put that on Discord as yeah, well. Yeah, if you're interested, uh, email us. And if you're not on Discord yet, why not? It's so much fun. Also, I put out on Discord, but I'd like to put it out here, and it will also go on our mm-hmm. public Patreon as well. Right. Do you like bed knobs and broomsticks? 
We've gotten three requests We've for it. We've gotten three requests to or talk maybe about more, it. But. And we would like to try a little something. If Bedknobs and Broomsticks was important to you or informed your magical journey in any way, or even if you just like absolutely heck and love it, send us an email at our email address, podcast at gmail.com, and tell us why. And be sure to make sure that you put whether or not we can say your name or a name you would like us to use, mm-hmm. uh, your pronouns if you'd like, mm-hmm. and just let us know what it is about bed knobs and broomsticks that like really sticks with you. And you can do this in a couple of different ways. You can write it mm-hmm. in the email or you can send us a audio, audio recording of yourself talking about it mm-hmm. and we'll put it on the podcast. Yep. Because we want to hear. Because we had promised to do this, and mm-hmm. I and I love Angela Lansbury. Love Angela yeah, Lansbury. Yeah, I did not have a bit watch of priest. This. <laughs> I did not watch this movie growing up, and we are going to watch it together. I've still not seen it. I'm having a hard time. We so, both. We don't know why we're both having such yeah, a hard time. We're hesitant. I'm a chitty chitty bang bang girl. Me too. And an apple dumpling gang girl. Hi, chitty ho, chitty pretty chitty bang bang. <laughs> Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon. The original. And so like for me, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks is just not something I ever watched. I, know. I have Disney Plus. I will watch it. Yeah. We will, yeah, we will, we will, we watch, will it. watch it. But we, I want to know from, yeah. from somebody who, to whom it is very important. Yeah. So please feel free to write us or send us an audio recording of yourself talking about it. If you're listening to this, you understand the vibe. So, yeah. you know, try to stick with the vibe. Yeah. But let us know. Because since we didn't, I just all of a sudden, I don't know. Dada had this very good idea. It's a very good idea. (laughs) Because I want to include you all. And Dada wants to include you all. And this seems like the perfect time and way to do it. River, I felt felt like a fraud. River is telling us it's time, I think. (laughs) Yeah, she is. She's like, "Um, I need to eat and you won't let me because it'll make noise in the background. And I'm going to eat Corey's purse. Don't eat Corey's purse. What? Don't eat the cord. All right. Send up some sparks. Okay. River is very excited for me to share with you. Okay. The Altar Within by Juliette Diaz. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. And. I would love to have her on here. I know that we have, you know what? We should ask her. We have, I I sparked her, I, I sparked her up very early on because I had discovered plant witchery and. And I think the other book is called Witchery, mm-hmm. Finding the Witch Within You. Y'all know there's cats. Yeah. Don't even, yeah. Yeah. Don't even it, pretend. It's ours. It's ours. For one thing, it is, it's good. It's good. It's really wonderful. It is really anti-racist forward, which I freaking love because she is including you in her practice and she's Latinx. Uh, Latina, I don't know which one she uh, prefers. The newly accepted gender neutral is Latine. Latine? With an E. Okay. Latine. She's getting reviews about how it's reverse racism and why are you bringing racism Jesus into witchcraft? And I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> Bring race into your witchcraft. Please. Please decolonize. We are informed by our, by our history, our upbringing, and our race. One of the things that I learned really early on in my 
anti-racism practice is that they don't need you to feel guilty. No. That doesn't help them. doesn't help. They don't need you to erase your whiteness. They don't need you to feel bad about being white. They don't need you to try to make up for your ancestors. They want you to support them. And by make up for our ancestors, yes, reparations, that's different. That doesn't mean you're like, oh, here, uh, I'm going to kowtow and never do anything again. That is not what they are asking for. I think that's really important. And one of the things that I really love, Ibram X. Kendi was on the Stephen Colbert show. Mm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. did you see that? I saw that. He was talking about the fact that all these books are being taken out and we're not teaching, you know, black history at all. Black history, which is our history. It is not black history. It is history that happens to be about black people. And what he said is, I don't understand, and it's really obvious that they don't want this, why white children can't align themselves with, with the with the white abolitionist. Yeah. So so obviously they don't want that either. It's, it's because that right there, you're not uncomfortable if you're aligning yourself with white abolitionists. Yeah. They know we don't want them to feel guilty. We they know what they what they want is to continue white supremacy and yeah. Ted Cruz Fuck him, fuck him, and fuck him. Yeah. In the words of my brother, my brother and me, uh, I heard that Ted Cruz pees his pants on purpose because he likes the warm-up feeling between his legs. Is that a real thing? (laughs) What? (laughs) On my brother, on my brother, my brother and me one time, they were like, what can we get away with saying? I mean, I think you can get away with saying anything as long as you say, I heard in front of it. And, uh... So they said, I heard Ted Cruz pisses his pants on purpose huh. because he likes the warm, wet feeling between us. Today, I just heard his anti-LGBTQ rant. Fuck and that I just, guy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we do. We get political every single Well, our lives are political. Uh, not by choice. <laughs> really tired. Just by virtue of existing. About to turn 54 and I'm done with this shit. Like, knock it the fuck off. So that's my spark. What is your spark? My spark, I recently learned about an incredible Romani designer. Oh, nice. She's an actress. She's like a famous actress named Zita Moldovan. M-O-L-D-O-V-A-N. And I was watching a TikTok, I think, about how to appreciate Romani clothing and and culture without appropriating it yeah and the gist was basically support romani artists and designers and here is one who's making incredible strides for the culture and community and if you look up romani owned fashion Mm -hmm. lines there's there's several Uh, but this one happens to be called loli l-o-l-y by Zita, Z-I-T-A. And it's the the more fashion forward line is mm-hmm. is a little spendy. I will say that. It's beautiful stuff. I think it's probably definitely worth it. It's outside wow. of my current budget, but there is also a line of like really cool t-shirts. Oh nice. And other stuff. So please browse the website, peruse it. It's in uh European pounds. Okay. So 
or European euros, I guess. Yeah, so, so that's like a buck fifty. So keep that in mind for their buck, but or their. But if you're looking to support Romani artists because they deserve to be supported, and because you like vibe on the aesthetic, which mm-hmm. has been appropriated as quote boho for oh decades. My gosh, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, it has. So if you ever see something that's like bohemian, really think about where it's coming from. Okay. Because it's a word, it's a word not unlike wellness, which has appropriated the word diet. Boho has become a word to appropriate Romani fashion and culture. So check out Romani-owned businesses. Do a quick Google. Google's free. Nothing a quick Google can't find, you know? And check out Check out Loli by Zita. Cool. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Well, thank you. Hey, thank you. Yeah. I, I always am like, man, I wish I had somebody to talk to about this fucking show. <laughs> and now we have. And I feel lighter and fussier at the same time. <sighs> Let's write our own show, everybody. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's be that magic we want to see on TV. <laughs> That's right. Well, until next time, be well, act with intention, and don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.